There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We're taking over. Let's go. I'm ready to hear. Then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, speak to us with clarity. Speak to us with strength. Speak to us with power. We take authority over this atmosphere now and say, have your way. We pray that you'd answer questions, you'd give directives, that you'd make your will clear in our lives. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, everybody give God one more big shout. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Now, listen, we are in week two of our series, Love and blank because love never is by itself. Love is never alone. Love always involves something or someone else and today's message here it is let's get right to it is love and lust everybody in the building say lust now lust look at me everybody lust is not sin all lust means is strong desire what you are lusting after could be what the sin is let's go Lust means strong desire for something or someone. And if the something or the someone is a bad thing or a bad one, that can make it sin. That can make it error and that can make it wrong. And I need you to know you're sitting next to somebody that's too mature to walk in lust. Let's go. I need you to know, you're t- watch this, you're sitting next to somebody that's too mature to keep repeating the same mistakes in their areas of love that they did last decade. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but your last decade love mistakes will not be your this decade love mistakes. Hambasha. Your last year love mistakes will not be your this year love mistakes. Now look, it just simply means strong desire for something or someone. Now watch me. Lust can feel like love. But it's not. Why? Lust is an emotion. Love is a decision. And here's the thing about emotions. They change. Let's talk. 
Love is a decision, which means once I've decided it, it is, let's go, what it is. Lust, though, says, I like you today, but then I saw somebody better on Instagram tomorrow. Let's talk. And so now I don't know if I like you the same way I liked you today because I saw some better on Instagram. And since lust is desire, lust says, if I see something that I think looks better, if I see something that I think is going to give me a better hookup, if I see something that I think is going, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me, then all of a sudden, watch this, my decision was never there because I only was lusting after you. I never loved you. So I never decided you. I just have desire for you. But desire for you can change when I see something I think is better. This is why you don't want nobody in your life lusting after you. Why? Because you may like me today. Watch this. But you may want something else tomorrow. I need you to touch somebody next to you. Say, I don't want nobody lusting after me. Uh -uh, I want people that decide me. Love is a decision. It's a decision that produces emotions. It's a decision that produces change, but it ain't shaky. Love ain't shaky. Love ain't unstable. Love's not inconsistent. It's a decision. It means once I love you, what I'm saying to you is I got you. Once I love you, what I'm saying to you is I'm loyal to you. Once I love you, come on, 1 Corinthians 13, what I'm saying is that I'm going to be patient with you, even when you didn't piss me off. Come on here. I'm going to be patient let your neighbor say that's what love is for those who got offended with that word that ain't cussing it's, 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 it's in your bible watch somewhere watch me I'm just joking it's not in there so here we go number one lust isn't love everybody say that Lust is not love. It can feel the same. It can look the same, but it is not the same. You better hear me. Fruit Loops and Fruit Tanglios ain't the same thing. Oh, y'all ain't talking. They look the same, but watch this. Once you bite into it, you'll realize one ain't the real thing. And I need some of you, watch this, the reason you felt like, watch this, you felt like your heart was broken, is hear me, is because your heart was in it, theirs wasn't. Let's go. The reason you feel like your heart was done wrong is because your heart was love, their heart was lust. And you got to be careful that you don't allow people in your space and allow people in your circle that all they're operating in is in lust. So everybody say, lust isn't love. Why? Watch this. Because lust is an emotion. And here's the thing about emotions. Let me give you three M's about emotions. Emotions are mysterious. What does that mean? They're difficult to understand. Ask, I'm going to ask you a question. Why do you desire what you desire? Most of what you like, you don't actually know why you like it. Watch me. Most of what you're attracted to, you can't actually back up why you're attracted to it. It's about just like them red bones. Why? You ain't saying nothing to be. It's about it's like that dark chocolate. Why? Emotions are mysterious. Watch me. So you don't actually know why it is you want what you want. And you're walking around talking about you can have whatever you like, but you don't even know why you like what you like, which is why you can't be driven by lust. Because watch this. As you mature, what you want changes. As you grow, what you want changes. See, I think I'm talking to some people tonight that say, listen, I've grown past just looking good. I need somebody that's got a good heart. Let's talk. I need somebody that's going to be faithful, be dedicated, do what they say they going to do, because looks will fool you. Everything that glitter ain't gold. That's somebody next to you say, I don't want nobody lusting after me. 
And watch me, not just romantically, because it means strong desire. There are people that lust to be your friend. Come on. There are people that lust to ride in your car. There are people that lust. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. There are people that lust to be in your life. And you got to make sure that you got people that have decided you and not people that are lusting after you. Because some of the people sitting up in your circle, the reason they can walk away so easy is because they never loved you. They only lusted for how good they felt when they got around you. Touch your neighbor and say, I don't want nobody lusting after me. Why do you desire what it is that you desire? See, we can end up lusting after any noun. Person, place, thing, or idea. See, let me, let me stretch you tonight. Because most times the most prevalent type of lust you and I think of is sexual lust. You've seen it, you want it. Y'all, let's talk. Let's be real. You've grown... But that's only one dimension of lust. See, you can lust after any noun, person, place, thing, or idea. Now, the problem with that is that most times, because lust is an emotion, and emotions are mysterious, you don't know why you want what you want. You didn't know, watch this, that the reason you're attracted to certain things is because they remind you of past things. Some of y'all are attracted to your first. And the reason you keep repeating the same mistakes is because you haven't identified your law of linkage. You haven't identified that, watch this, the first that wasn't the, watch this, that wasn't the right one. You keep attracting the wrong type of people into your life. And you never ask yourself, why do I want what I want? So you got to ask yourself the question, why do I want what I want? Why do I want what I want? Because emotion is, uh, uh, lust is an Emotion. Emotions are mysterious. So watch this. You don't actually know why it is you want what you want until you ask yourself the question, why do I want this? And let me give you, let me help you. Watch this. I don't know isn't a grown folks answer. Paul said, when I was a child, watch me, I don't know as a child's answer. He says, but when I became a man, watch me, which means being a male is by birth, being a man is by choice. Come on. Being a female is by birth. Watch this. Being a lady is by choice, which means, watch this, I can't keep giving I don't know as an answer as a grown person, because if I don't know, watch me, I'll never see progress. If I don't know, I'll never see results. But you sit next to somebody that's going to see progress and results this year and this decade. Are y'all still with me? So here's the second thing about emotions, because lust is in emotion. Emotions are misleading. Woo. Misleading. Let me, that's a fancy word for lie. Watch me. You rush into what you shouldn't, and you rush out of what you shouldn't. See, because lust is an emotion. So watch this. If, if you're feeling uncomfortable and you're in lust, watch this. What do you want? Comfort. So what do you do? You rush out. See, and some of you watch this. The reason you don't, haven't seen the progress you want to see is because, watch this, you never learned to love what you do. You lusted after what you do. See, if I lusted after being a pastor, I would have been done with this years ago. You better heal me today. But because I loved what he told me to do, I've decided what he told me to do, which means even when it don't feel good, baby, this ain't lust. This is love. And if it isn't love, why does it feel this way? You'll rush into what you shouldn't. You'll rush out of what you shouldn't. And I'm going to give you an example. We're not going to go to the scripture. I'll just reference the story. Peter. Peter, when he's in an emotion, and lust is an 
emotion. When Peter's in an emotion, <clears throat> right after Jesus has been taken and Jesus is crucified, uh, a woman identifies him. The little girl says, ain't you one of them ones that was with Jesus? Watch me. Peter, in his emotions, watch me, he says, no. Peter, a minute ago, you were telling Jesus, I'll never leave you. And I will watch this. And I'll be with you to the end. I'm Chucky. I'm your best friend. But watch me. But watch me. When he got in his emotions, he rushed out of something. Watch, watch this. Because he lusted for acceptance. Let's go. And because he lusted for acceptance, what did he do? He turned on the one that actually loved him to go try to please people that only lusted after him. I pray you don't turn on the wrong people this decade. I pray you don't walk away from the wrong people this decade. I pray you don't get played by somebody and get played about your position. Are you still here? So this is why Jesus, when he, Jesus sees him again, when Jesus returns, watch me. So he denies him how many times? Three times. And then the Bible says the rooster crows and Peter's like, oh my God, I did exactly what Jesus said I was going to do. And when Jesus sees Peter again, when Jesus returns... After three days, three nights, when Jesus returns, he says, he tells him, he says, go get my disciples and Peter. He said, because Peter left me because he never loved me. He lusted after me. Bishop, how do you know that? When he sees Peter, what does he say to him? Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know I love you. Then he asks him the question again. Does your neighbor say he's asking you a question? Does somebody else say he's asking you a question? He says, do you love, y'all look at me, don't worry about that, y'all look at me. He says, do you love me? He asked him that once. Then he asked him a second time, he says, do you love me? He says, Lord, you know I love you. Touch somebody next to you, say, he's asking a question. And then the third time, watch me, then the third time, what does he do? He asked him that same question another time. And he says, Lord, you know I love you. He said, if you love me, watch this, feed my sheep. In other words, he says, if you love me, do what I say do. Touch somebody next to you, say, love, love. does something. Say lust, just says something. I need you to learn how to watch this, how to pay attention beyond distractions. Would you please touch your neighbor and say, watch this, say love does something. Say lust, just says something. So for many of you, watch me, I just revealed to you who you call bro and sis ain't bro and sis. Because all they do is talk. They never do nothing. They don't show up when it counts. They don't do nothing when it counts. Lust can only talk. Love is required to walk. So he continues to ask Peter the same question repeatedly because he says, listen, man, he says, no, you don't, Peter. Him asking the question is him giving you the answer. The reason that, watch me, I had to ask you the question because I already knew that the answer was no. And I asked it three times, Peter, because you denied me three times. And evidently you didn't love me because you already told me that you were going to die for me. So why didn't you tell them that you were one of mine and let them kill you? Because watch this, you lusted after acceptance. Let's go. You lusted after your own life. And because you lusted after acceptance and your own life, when it got uncomfortable to be with me, when it got uncomfortable... When it got uncomfortable with be with me, it was easy for you to walk away from me. Pay attention to who walks away easily. 
Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me in here. Pay attention to who gives up on you easily. Because those are people that never loved you. The only thing that they did was lust after you. And you'll be a doggone fool to get him love when all they're giving you is lust. So then, so then, release this over your life. Say only love this year. Say only love this decade. Some of y'all ain't saying nothing, and that's why you're going to have lust. Open your mouth and say it. Say, only love this year. <laughs> say, only love this decade. What'd you just do? You put everybody in your life on notice. In the spirit realm, when you release those words, all of the people lusting after you, they're going to start showing their true colors. <laughs> their true colors going to start shining through. Because watch me, some of y'all, it ain't romantic, it's friends. Some of you, it ain't friends, it's family. Your family lusts after being you. They want to be you. They want to have your life, have your money, have your car, have your position. So then the third thing about emotions is that emotions are meandering. Say meandering. Say it please, say meandering. This means they're unpredictable. So since lust is an emotion, then lust is unpredictable. So it's a horrible place to make decisions from. Because you will swear. Watch me, look at me. Some of y'all, I need to tell you what God says about you. He says, son, tell them to stop lying on me, saying that they lustful decision is me. See, lust is a horrible place to make decisions from. It's unpredictable. So watch this, because you, you like somebody, you'll say this is God. You ain't prayed. You ain't fasted. You ain't followed no type of godly order. You just saw something you liked. So this is why some of y'all keep getting played. <laughs> watch me, it's because you played yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's because, watch this, you put God, you put the Lord on lust. Let's go. You put the Lord on something that wasn't love. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. It's unpredictable. So it is a very dangerous place to make decisions from. Because watch this, lust, watch this. Watch me, here's how lust works. Lust starts with a lot of sugar. Let me talk romantic for a minute. Here's romantic lust. You look amazing in that. Here's romantic lust. Send me something. Say amen for I come down your row. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I need everybody in the room on three to say preach, Bishop. And if somebody next to you don't say it, raise your hand and I'm coming to their row. One, two, three. Who didn't do it? Because you must think I'm from Denver. I ain't playing with you. She said my row is clear. <laughs> watch me. Watch me, guys. Watch me. Watch me. It's unpredictable because it starts high on sugar. Because lust is seeing something it likes and desires. Look at her body. Since you ain't going to say amen, I'm going to preach. Look at his body. Look at their money. Because <laughs> some of y'all tell the truth. 
What made them attractive, watch this, wasn't how they look, it was what they had. You ain't gonna say nothing? Some of y'all like, is he preaching this real? Yeah, it's a Wednesday. Oh, I'm free. I got extra free yesterday. I got extra free. I'm so free. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. I'm Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So, so, so look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. It starts high on sugar. And the problem with a sugar high is you may start here. Watch me, let me tell y'all, let me explain some of y'all's situationships. That ain't a relationship, quit lying. Y'all ain't number but Instagram friends, quit lying. That ain't real. It ain't nothing but sugar. You got Kool-Aid, baby. That ain't. Watch me. Y'all here? Y'all here? I don't hear nothing from y'all. Open y'all mouth. Are y'all here? All right. Love you. Got it? Y'all got it? it? Stars high. And then that's Sunday. Sugar high might last to Monday. I mean, are you so impressed? You're like, they are consistent. I watch me. I ain't never talked to nobody like this. <laughs> it's been two days. I said, thank you. They say Jesus. I said, holla. They said, hallelujah. I don't like Ben and Jerry's. They like. But they don't like Ben and Jerry's, they like hockey dogs, but they like ice cream. And you know what got me, girl? You know what got me? Let me get you ladies. You know what got me, girl? When we sat down, he prayed over the food. I was done. He had me. That's all it takes. That is all it takes. You need to increase your value because it should take more than that to impress you. A trip to Chicago ain't about to not be enough to impress you. You ain't saying nothing to me. A trip down to Colorado Springs ought to not be enough to impress you. I'm preaching harder than y'all saying amen. Oh, but I'm going to preach anyhow. Yo, if don't nobody else say amen, if I can get my amens from right there, you impressed. Because he prayed over the fool. Let me tell y'all some of y'all's problem. See, if y'all would say amen, I'd move. Let's talk real. You came to get the real, so let me get to you. All right. Let me tell some of y'all problem. If you a queen and he's a twin, he can't cover you. See, see, if you a queen and, 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 and he's a twin, he can't cover you. But watch me, but watch me, but watch me, but fellas, but fellas, but watch me, watch me. But if you a king, watch this, but she wants you to be a twin, you can't walk with her. Somebody say, only love this decade. So watch, watch, watch. Emotions are meandering. Let me move. 
which means they're unpredictable. So lust is a horrible place to make decisions from. And not just romantically, but anyway. Somebody say, it's horrible. So watch this, 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Because somebody say, Bishop, you ain't read a scripture yet. Scripture. Love is patient. Lust rushes. <laughs> I'll never understand people who have to pray for six months about where to serve, but will date for two months. I'll never understand that. I don't want to. I never understand people. I'm just praying. You've been praying for 12 months about whether or not you're going to join the church. But you've been dating them literally for four weeks, so you and you're sending out invitations. You better fix that Clorox up in your water bottle, because you ain't been drinking water, you've been drinking Clorox. It's quiet in here. I'm just seeing where the Lord want me. It took 12 months for the Lord to answer that question, but it took you two dates to decide that this is where you're going to spend the rest of your life? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's lust, baby. Somebody say love is patient. Patience isn't waiting, y'all. Patience is how you act while you wait. Patience is the amount of frustration you can take while under pressure before getting negative. You ready? So watch me. So, but, so, but lust isn't that way. Lust rushes. And here's the danger with lust rushing. is patience forces motives concealed to be revealed. I'm going to say it again. Patience forces motives concealed to be revealed. So watch me. If you decide to operate with lust, you never see motive. You never see motive. And remember, this isn't just romantic. This is in any context of life. Some of you lust to have friends so you don't see their motive. You were a free meal. Because your thirst for people at your table made you set people at it that brought nothing to it. Hmm? Y'all ain't talking to me. Somebody say, no lust. Say, just love. So here's the second thing. Lust will make you lose. Lust will make you lose. Say that. Lust will make me lose. You ready? I said, are you ready? Um, so look, um, Proverbs 11 and 6. Proverbs 11 and 6. We're almost done. Proverbs 11 and 6. You getting something? Online, if y'all getting something, just put a hands up emoji. And for those of you in Denver, don't type nothing. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I love you. I love you. I'm just joking. Touch your neighbors. Have fun in church. I don't like how they said that to you. Touch them again and say, have fun in church. <laughs> Got to have fun in church. Guys, we, could, we can be real and also laugh. We can get the word, but we can also have a good time. Got it. Church is not where we come and to sit quiet for an hour and a half. You don't go nowhere else and sit quiet. <clears throat> I'll never understand Denver Church. You're going to come and sit quiet and stare at the preacher, sit up and, and lecture you for 10 minutes and talking and ain't said nothing. And then get up and walk out and go have community with your bro. Because I got Jesus in my heart, bro. That, look, that ain't Bible. <laughs> I clearly have no filter on. I, here's the problem. I had some Lay's potato chips and... <laughs> I want Lay's every Wednesday and Sunday. Good for me. 
The righteousness of the upright. You got this if you have our app. You got this today. Say no lust this decade. Say just love this decade. Please hear me. The righteousness of the upright delivers them. Okay. Now, listen to this. Upright there means honorable. Let me be more specific. Upright there means somebody that has decided to honor God's word, number one. His will, number two. His way, number three. What does it mean to honor his word? It means when he says it, that what? Settles it. What does it mean to honor his will? Even when it contradicts mine, his wins. Does that make sense? So, so, so where do I get his will? From his word. Okay. So when his word says it, that what? Settles it. Then, watch this, his word reveals to me his will or his desire for me, which means even if his desire, watch this, his desire is called will. Our desire is called lust. Come on, y'all. See, because what does lust mean? Strong desire for something or someone. So his desire is called his will. Our desires are called our lusts. Which means when I hear his word, his word reveals his will, which means his will is going to shut down my lust. Because I'm about to show you a scripture that's going to help you. Y'all ready? Okay. Watch me. And then watch this. His will makes his way clear. Okay. So I get his word. His word reveals his will. His will is different than my lust, but his will reveals his way. So if I do it his way, I'm not in my way. Catch it. And if I'm not in my way, I don't get in my way. Lay your hands on yourself so you won't self-sabotage this decade. Come on, y'all. Say it. Say you will not self-sabotage this decade. You ought to release a praise right there for five seconds on the count of three. Go. One, two, three. Go. Come on, everybody. You ain't getting in your way this decade. You're not getting in your way this year. Somebody say, I'm not getting in my way. But the treacherous, treacherous there means rebellious. To what? What does rebel mean? Rebel means, I know I'm supposed to go here. Rebel says, but I'm going over here. Rebel says, they said, sit down. I'm grown. <clears throat> I'm old. Stand up. Okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> you ready? Y- y'all ready? Yes, um, now, now, listen. Um, here's how you know whether or not you are rebellious. You ready? You are rebellious if you keep repeating the same test. If you keep going through the same test, that is an indication there's something in you that's rebelling against his word, his will, his way. Let me qualify the statement because some storms come with your seat. So it's not some storms aren't a repeat of the test. They simply come with your seat. See, so certain seats of authority come with certain levels of warfare. Got it? 
See, whenever you begin taking territory and doing things God has ordained, for example, Elijah was called to raise up sons of the, in the prophetic. So all the other prophets had the schools of the prophets which made students. Students know, watch this, students know how to do tasks and assignments. Sons are different because sons have identity. So when you know who you are, it changes what you do. So which one is more of more value, a son rather than a student? Let's go. Because watch this. A student only knows how to do tasks, but they don't know who they are, which means they'll be tossed to and fro. But a son has been taught who you are. So no matter what task you give me, I'll figure it out because I know who I am. So Elijah was sent to raise up spiritual sons. Somebody say sons. And he was a prophet. Got it? He was a prophet. Elijah could see. Elijah said, at my word, let's talk, y'all. He said, it ain't going to rain for three years. And it didn't because he said it. And because he said it, he saw it. He walked in a level of authority that God loved what his authority was so much that God says, Elijah, you won't die. Come on. He says, you're not going to die. Watch this, Elijah. Instead, you're going to be caught up. Where are you at, Bishop? Second Kings chapter 2. He says, you're going to be caught up. And I'm going to bring you to come be with me, watch this, for, uh, for several hundred years. Why? Because I'm going to send you back in the form of a body. That form of a body is going to be one of, your, one of my relatives. Because who is my? My means Jesus. So he says, I'm going to send you back in a man called John the Baptist. That's going to be one of my relatives. Because Elijah, you did what you did so well that I'm going to send you back to do it again. In other words, watch me. Elijah, you were so efficient and excellent at what you did that I don't want to make another one of you. I don't want to make somebody else to do it different than you. I want to catch you up into heaven and send you back so you can do it again. So he sends him again and as he sends him again, watch me, it, he comes as John the Baptist. He literally is the reincarnation of this man named Elijah. Bishop, why are you telling me this? Because what came with Elijah's seat was warfare. Warfare, watch this, where queens tried to kill him. You know you dangerous. When people with more power than you see you as a threat. I wish you knew you were sitting next to somebody the devil thinks is a threat. That's why for some of y'all, he's been trying to kill you since you were two. Let's talk. He's been trying to get you to kill yourself since you were a teenager. Let's talk. You are sitting next to somebody that's a threat. And I'm so glad they didn't. I'm so glad you didn't give up. I'm so glad you didn't throw in the towel. I'm so glad you didn't decide that your life wasn't worth living. Because, baby, in this year, it's about to be worth it. In this decade, it's about to be worth it. So that warfare came with Elijah's seat. So I wanted to qualify that because sometimes it's not that the test is repeating. It's just warfare that comes with your seat. David, you're going to be king. You're going to fight got giants. It comes with your seat. But there's others where this ain't coming with your seat. You got up from your seat to go to a concession stand to order some storms. Because <laughs> you, watch this, you intentionally rebelled. I'm going to do what I want. I'm grown. And God says, okay, that's fine. Worst thing God could say to you when you're wrong is do whatever you like. Because <laughs> what that means is, he says, whatever you're about to go through, that's on you. I love you, and I'll be there when you're done with all that. But you're about to go through hell. I don't know who this is for, but somebody, you were about to go down that path. Please, y'all, I'm going to flow the way I want to flow. I need you to touch somebody next to you and say, I'm not letting you go down that path. 
Uh -huh. For somebody right here, right now, God's coming to get you because you were getting ready to turn down a path that was about to take you through pure D hell. And in the name of Jesus, we shut down that plan. We shut down that rebellion and we declare you ain't even going near it. I need everybody to just touch somebody on your road. Say nobody on this road shall rebel this decade. You better release a praise in here. And if the people next to you won't say nothing, you go for yourself. Don't you let their silence shut you down. He says, but the rebellious, that's to God's word, his will, and his way. You ready? They are taken captive by their, put the verse up, please. They are taken captive, Proverbs 11 and 6, by their what? Lust. So lust will make you lose. Because he says, if you choose to rebel, I'm going to let your lust make you a prisoner. So you will never have the self-discipline to stop doing what's self-destructive. This is why some of y'all know what you're dealing with and you still want it. <laughs> Come on, y'all. This is why some of y'all, you know what it is. And you still sitting up trying to convince yourself it ain't what you've already been. Let me go, let me go hood on you. What you bending saw. That's because God says, I'm going to give you a scripture. Y'all ready? Since you came out in the, in the snowstorm, it's safe streets. See all it is. I love you. I love you, Harvest, and I love you too, Digital, and Denver, that's Digital too. I love everyone. I love God, I love people, and I love life. <laughs> yeah. Love God, love people, love life. Let's put the verse up for me, Proverbs 11. He says, I will let your strong desires make you a prisoner. He says, your desires will make you a prisoner. Look at me. He says, you will not be able to do what's right because you will be captive by desires that are wrong. So what does that mean? If you're a prisoner, you can't work. Come on. If you're a prisoner, watch this, you can't earn income. Come on. Some of y'all trying to figure out why you have so much turmoil in your jobs. It, it actually has nothing to do with your performance. It has to do with your lust. Say amen to me. I'm preaching. This word is. Some of y'all wonder why your money is funny. It's because prisoners can't make money. There it go. Everybody holler. There it go. Prisoners are told when to get up, when to go to sleep. Some of y'all are literally controlled by a lustful situationship. It wakes you up, puts you to sleep, wakes you up in the middle of the night because you're worried. You're like Lot's wife. You're trying to check behind them. What they've been liking on Instagram, what they've been liking on Facebook. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. But release this over your life. Say, this decade, I will not be held captive 
by my lust. Y'all act like y'all got it tonight. Say it again. Say this decade. I will not be held captive by my lust. Watch me say, even if it's in my house. Mr. Why did you say even if it's in my house? Um, can I jaywalk before I give you this last point? I can do whatever I like. <laughs> he said, you are the bishop. That's true. You ready? Can I give y'all something? <laughs> Proverbs 22, 14. I might have to end the message right here. Proverbs, now this ain't on the list in the back. Production, I just added this. Proverbs 22 and 14. Lust makes you lose. Let me show you how you know when God has decided that you need some learning. The mouth of a strange woman is a deep pit. Woman here don't just mean woman. If the Lord, watch this, is displeased, that's what abhorred means. He that the Lord is displeased with is going to fall in her mouth. Why? Because you lusted and your lusts let somebody's words draw you in. And sometimes when you need some learning because you don't want to do it God's way, God will step back and watch your bad relationship decision and say, have at it. Go ahead. You didn't want to hear me. You didn't want to hear the word. You didn't want to hear my word, my will. No, do it my way. So go on and fall in that pit. <laughs> fall in there. What does that mean? God says, everybody look at me. Look at me. You want God involved in every relationship decision this year and this decade. Say, Lord, I need you involved. In Y'all sound like an army now. Say, in every decision for every relationship type. Say, because I'm not falling into no pits this year. Say, I'm not falling into any pits this decade. Release a two-second praise. Go! They may have got you in 19, but it's a new year. They may have got you last decade, but it's a new decade. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Brings yes, me to the final point about lusts. If I had time to work that there scripture, I'd work it like a part-time job. Here's the third thing. Lust lets you down. Again, remember, you can lust after what? Any noun, person, place, thing, or idea. The most of what we think about with lust is sexual lust. You saw something you liked. You started undressing in your head. Say amen. amen. Oh, y'all going to be, see, y'all was an army a minute ago. No, amen. <laughs> Listen, if we can't be real in church, where are we going to be real at, y'all? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. If we can't be real, we can't get results. Somebody say this. Say, I'll keep it real so I'll get results. 
Everybody said in the building and online, say, I'll keep it real. So I keep results. But there's, there's more to lust than just sexual lust. What's letdown? We talked about this on Sunday, love and letdown. Letdown is where you're disappointed because your expectations weren't met from God, others, and yourself. And often your letdown comes, y'all ready for this one? From your lust for an outcome or a performance from someone. You lusted after an outcome. You lusted after it happening a certain way. You lusted after somebody to do something a certain way. So the truth is you didn't love the person, you lusted after their performance. Can I get somebody to talk to me? You lusted after hoping they were going to be a good friend. You lusted after hoping she was going to be a good housewife. She ain't a wife and has no house. You lusted hoping, thinking he was going to be a man. Hmm. You lusted after hoping they were going to give you the loan. You lusted after hoping they were going to help you with rent this month. You, 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 you lusted after hoping and they were going to give you another chance. You lusted after hoping and they were going to keep ignoring that you were late. Somebody say, oh, glory. <laughs> this thing real, ain't it? This thing real, ain't it? Oh, excuse me. Ain't it is a, a southern way of saying, isn't it? Fang refers to the thing in which we are currently discussing in church on tonight. On tonight means tonight. So you're angry with God because you lusted after him answering your prayer. And because his answer was no, you, watch this, because lust rushes, now you are mad at God. You lusted after God making somebody do right. And instead, he let them keep doing wrong to see if your love for him was love or lust after an outcome. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Can we be real? Let's talk. You lusted after, watch this, even with yourself. You lusted after being better than what you were. And then when you made a mistake, you feel let down because you say, I thought I was better than this. I thought I had dealt with this. I thought I had overcome this. And I need everybody in the room to release this. Say, I may not be where I want to be. Say, but I can thank God I'm not where I used to be. Can you just put one hand in the air and wave it there? Yeah, baby, I'm a work in progress. So let's go to John 11 and 20. I'm going to show you something from the story we looked at on Sunday, but I'm going to show you something you've never seen. 
So when Martha, so let me give you context. Everybody look at me. Um, so Lazarus, whom Jesus loved, has died. Jesus had said he wouldn't die, but he died. And the reality is, is that the scripture, as I taught you on Sunday, is that it never looks like, watch this, it never looks as bad as it does at first. Let me say it another way. It's never as bad as it looks at first. Got it? And so we looked at this. Jesus, after he hears that Lazarus is sick, they come and tell him, Jesus, the one you love, he's sick. And the Bible says that after Jesus finds this out, what does he do? He stays two days longer. In other words, he says, I know you think, watch me, that it's an emergency. But he said, watch this, God's going to get the glory, watch me, out of my delay. <laughs> I need you to release this over your life. Say, every delay is to my benefit. <laughs> oh, that's good to me. Say it again. Say, every delay, say, every detour is to my benefit. Say, it's for God's glory. Say, in my story. That's good to me because some of y'all are like, why is it taking so long? It's working for you. Why isn't it working the way I want it to work? It's working for you. There's some stuff God needed to delay because it wasn't ready yet. There's some stuff God needed to take you on a detour so you didn't get caught up in some mess and caught up in some junk and caught up in some drama. Say this out your mouth. Every delay is to my benefit. So he stays two days later. And then Lazarus, the Bible says, falls asleep because when you're a believer, you don't die, you fall asleep. We don't die. We multiply. That's the book. Now watch. So, so they didn't get that. So Jesus said he's, he gone because they didn't get it. And then Jesus goes to the city. And if he goes to the city, they go. You got brothers. You got Mary, Martha, Lazarus. They're all brothers and sisters. Mary, Martha, Lazarus. Who, who's the family? Mary, Martha, One more game. So watch me. Mary is the same Mary in the story. Remember the alabaster box? She broke it on his feet, took her good hair. Her good hair. And washed his feet. And Judas said, why is she wasting this perfume on Jesus? Because Judas was stealing. Be careful about people who ask you too many personal financial questions. Yeah. I don't know who that's for. I don't know who that's for right there. Be careful about people who want to know well, where you live, where you work, what you drive, what you got. Ah! You might be a Judas. I'll tell you where I work. For the kingdom. <laughs> i tell you how much I make. I'm a giver. And I make my living off my giving. Look, so this is the same Mary. So they hear Jesus is there. And Mary stays in the house. She stays seated. We're going to look at it in a moment. Martha goes out to Jesus. And let's look at what she says in verse 20. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. And what did I tell you on Sunday? She let her letdown affect her honor and her worship. Because when Jesus came, two things should happen. One, she should have stood to honor him. And then watch this. Two, this is the same one. You didn't mind worshiping in front of everybody else when you needed something. Mm. So why can't you worship him when you feel let down? I hope you sit next to somebody that, watch this, don't only praise him to get something. I hope you sit next to somebody that only praise him to, watch this, like he's a sugar daddy and uses him. I hope everybody on your row says, in the good times, I'll praise you. In the bad times, I'll praise you. Come here, psalmist. I will bless the Lord when? At all times. Everybody say, at all times. Everybody say, at all times. 
and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary disrespected and dishonored him. She sat down in the house. Who helped her sit down? The Bible says that she had a group of professional mourners with her. In other words, watch me. When you feel let down, you got to be comfortable. You got to be careful because you'll surround yourself by leeches. So they're supposed to be helping her get better. And instead, they're making her worse. I pray you find every leech that's on you. <laughs> I pray you find every leech with your last name. <laughs> I pray you find every leech that's in your circle. Because watch this. You're trying to figure out why you're still sick. <laughs> you're trying to figure out why you're still messed up. You're trying to figure out why you haven't seen progress. It might be that there's a leech in your circle. And they suck blood. Watch this. But they don't give none. They take, but they don't give. Let's finish this word. Y'all ready to close it? Let's go. So Martha heard that Jesus was coming. I don't know if I keep saying Martha. Martha heard Jesus was coming, and she went and met him. But Mary disrespected him. She remained seated in the house. It affected her honor and her worship. Say, Lord, Lord. nothing will affect my honor nor my worship. Look at verse 32. Skip down. So Mary finally comes out. Y'all ready? And look at what she says when she feels let down. She falls at his feet. Which means this worship isn't pure. This is manipulative. Some people only act sorry because they got caught. And I pray that don't nobody play you this year with their crocodile tears because you caught their game. I know this is real, real tonight. This is, I should have saved this for Bible college or something. I don't know. So she falls at his feet, actress. We didn't see you on the show on Sunday. No. The Oscars, right? But that was an award-winning performance. Mm -mm. Everybody lift your hands. Say, Lord, cause me not to be a manipulative worshiper. What does that mean? I'm not worshiping him for who he is. I'm worshiping him with lust. I am only clapping because I want something. I'm only shouting because I want something. I'm only praising because I want something. I'm only here because I want something. But I think there's somebody on your road that can say, it, watch me. He's been so good that everything I'm doing now is to just tell him I owe it. Hmm? Let me test the room real quick. Y'all give me two minutes and we out of here. Watch this. Who in the building can say, watch this. Everything I do, I do it because I owe him. I'm not trying to manipulate him. She falls at his feet saying to him, watch what she says. Lord if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But he died. Grew up in an old church. Didn't he die? <laughs> Some of y'all, this is old school, old school. Watch. She says, Lord, I'm angry with you. Because 
if you would have got here when I asked you to get here. That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. Look at somebody next to you and say, that's what she's saying. If you had been here when I asked you to get here, he wouldn't have died. What does this mean, church? What does this mean online? She lusted after an outcome. And so now it's affected her honor and her worship. Which, watch this, which would make you question the alabaster box. Did you ever love me? If you could, watch this, disrespect me so quickly. Because watch me, Mary. You never asked me, watch this, about what was for my glory and Lazarus' story. What you don't know, Mary, is I'm about to give Lazarus a testimony that's going to last him to eternity. And what you don't know, Mary, is in a few minutes, I'm about to bring him back to life. But your lust is perplexing me. It's putting a hurting on my mind. Because I'm just trying to figure out, Mary, like, this how we this, this how we doing it now? This how this this how we doing worship. This how we doing relationship, Mary. I cast seven demons out of you. I ain't never told nobody about. They don't even know your story. I covered you, and they said, "Throw you away." And your lust for an outcome got you acting like this with me. Haven't I been good already? See, there's the difference between lust and love. Because let's tell the truth. If this was you, let's just be human for a minute, right? Because it's easy to look at it and look and Monday morning quarterback her. I mean, like she should have just did. She said, I can't believe her. Come on. All right, take your judgment off. And let's just look at it. Let's be human for a moment. If this was you in this story and somebody you loved is gone, and you knew Jesus had the power to make it so it wasn't so, you're going to have a human moment. You're going to cry. You're going to mourn. You're going to feel hurt. You're going to feel disappointed. And then you got to be like Job. After Job went through hell in Job, the Bible says he fell to his knees. And he said, I don't know what's going on with this. (laughs) But I tell you what, you are still good. Come on. You are still God. Come on, y'all. You are still my savior. You are still my master. You are still my Lord. You are still worthy. You are still deserving of praise. You, everybody say he's still worthy. That's how you know you actually love him. Look at me, 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 look at me. For some of us, some of your letdown was simply God saying, do they love me? Or do they lust? After the stuff I can give them. So you're let down. Watch me. Everybody look at me. It wasn't even real. We're in the matrix now. 
What do you mean it wasn't real? Lazarus wasn't dead. <laughs> Touch your neighbor and say, it wasn't real. Say, it was a test to see if you were real. And I'm glad you're sitting next to somebody that can say, ah, I passed that one. Come on here. I passed that one. I didn't pass it perfectly, but I was faithful. I didn't do everything right, but I was consistent. You sit next to somebody that's the real deal. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Say it again. Say, yes, Lord. So look. So look, can I finish the story? You came through the streets. So let me go and get you what you come for. She said, if you had been here, you wouldn't have died. I was like, Mary. <laughs> what somebody say? Shut up. <laughs> Look at me. Say, Lord, forgive me for lusting after an outcome. Let me prophesy the rest of February to some of y'all. <laughs> Let me prophesy the rest of February to some of y'all. Somebody say it's right here in the book. Look at me, look at me. When God knows that you won't leave him or leave church or leave serving or leave giving or leave being faithful, even if you don't get your desired outcome, the simulation ends. Come on, come on y'all. When he knows that you for real, the simulation ends. And for some of y'all, watch me, you better catch, watch this, catch where you at in life and go let him know that you real. Say, Lord, I love you with everything that I am. Say, Lord, I believe you with everything that I am. I prophesy to your February, the rest of it. Because for some of y'all tonight, God says the simulation comes to its conclusion. What you were going through wasn't real. It was just a simulation. Slap somebody high five. Say it was just a simulation. Say it's getting ready to end. In five, four, three, two, one. Release a praise right there. Say yes, Lord. Everybody stand. Let me show you this. Everybody stand. Go back, go back to the scripture. Go back to the scripture for me. And we're going to walk the scripture out. Everybody stand. Everybody stand there. Watch me. Say the simulation's ending. So watch me. He says, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Y'all just follow me in the scriptures. Let's go. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping. Remember these professional mourners I told you? Look at what Jesus did. He was moved in his spirit and he was troubled. Listen to me. Hear me clearly. God is troubled by some of the people that you have around you. So watch me. For your simulation to the end, there has to be separation from them. Go to the next verse. And he said, where did you lay him? In other words, where did you, where's your letdown at? 
Everybody in this building, everybody online, I need you to be bold. I need you not to worry about who's next to you. They don't have a miracle for you, so don't, be, don't fear them. I need you to open up your mouth and say the area of your letdown. Say it. Wherever it is, just say it. Just say it. If you got multiple areas of letdown, put that list on the table. I mean, just say it. I'm going to give you two more seconds. Two. One. So, so they said to him, Lord, come and see. Leave him lights alone. He said, Lord, come and see. Say, come and see. Say, Lord, come and see. Go to the next verse. Go back to the previous verse. Pull me, please. Come and see. Say, Lord, come and see. Next verse. Jesus did what? He wept. His weeping wasn't just because Lazarus, who he loved, was in there. His weeping was at the truth that Mary didn't really love him. So much so, she surrounded herself by other people that didn't love him. She said, Mary, you didn't even try to find no other Christians. You got Jews? They don't even love me. This what you're doing? You, oh, you're going back to the world now. Oh, you're going to go back and hang out with them now. Hmm. That's what we're doing? Next verse. So the Jews said, see how he loved them? Watch what they do to her. Come on. But some of them said, could he who not opened the eyes of the blind man, blind man keep this man from dying? What are they doing? They're trying to introduce... Touch your neighbor and say, some of the people around you are troubling God. Next verse. Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave. Caves are for hiding. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, no hiding this year. Say, no hiding this decade. And a stone lay against it. Next verse. In other words, look at me. Why is the stone there? The stone is there because they don't think it's going to ever change. But when you're in a simulation, you got to be careful that you don't make permanent decisions from temporary simulations. Everybody release this on three. Say, Lord, I love you. One, two, three. Everybody, come on, let's say it again. One, two, three. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there's an odor. He's been gone for four days. Because she thought it was real. Please catch this, y'all. I'm talking slow so we get it. I know I talk fast. She said, he's going to stink because he's dead. But he wasn't. It was a simulation. I need you to release this over somebody next to you. Just touch their shoulder. Say, you didn't lose it. Say, by this time tomorrow, you'll see it again. That ain't for everybody, but it's for somebody. Ain't for everybody, but it's for somebody. If that's for you, you ought to Shabbat that. Go. He's been dead four days. Jesus said to her, didn't I tell you? This is how you know what type of man Jesus was. Didn't I tell you? If you believed, 
you would see the glory of God. Say, Lord, I believe. Next verse. So they took away the stone. I rebuke your heaviness. I rebuke the weight of the world that you walked in here with. Say, Lord, I cast my cares on you. Say, I give you my heaviness. And Jesus lifted up his eyes. Which means the whole time he was talking to her, he was looking down. Because internally he's thinking, Mary, really? You lusted after an outcome. And you disrespected and dishonored and didn't worship me. Because you thought that was messed up. Then he lifts up his eyes. And he says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know you always hear me. I said this for them. Because the reason they only lust after me and don't love me is because they don't actually believe me. And you can't love someone you don't believe in. So when you start believing him, you can finally love him. Because you can't love somebody you don't respect. Say, Lord, I love you. Next verse. When he said these things, he cried out. He vociferated with a loud voice. Notice what he didn't say. Lazarus, come alive. He wasn't dead. It was a simulation. So what we're about to do is tell some stuff you couldn't see. We don't need to tell it to come alive. It never died. We're about to tell it, watch this, to come And in 60 seconds, we out of here. Y'all ready? Everybody with me. Say, Lazarus, come out. Now, look at me. Where, look at me. Where your area of letdown is. You ready? Y'all ready? I had you say it a minute ago. You about to shout it. Look at me. If the person next to you can put you in enough fear to where you won't say what it really is, then you can't have it. Look at your neighbor say, I'm going for mine. Say, you go for yours. Say, I'm going for mine. You go for yours. So on three, in this building and online, you're going to shout whatever it is where your letdown was. You're going to say, come out. And then we're going to show you what happens next. Y'all ready? One, you ready? Two, y'all ready? Three. Say it, then tell her to come out. Say it. Everybody say, come out. 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 Look at the next verse. But wait a minute. Then the man who died, look at me. 
God did this so well that as far as John was concerned, he thought he really died. You missed it. The simulation was so good, you really thought that's what it was. He came out, his hands and his feet bound with linen strips, his face with a linen cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Next verse. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary, seen what he did. What happened? Look at me. Everybody needed to see you go through this. Just look at somebody next to you. We're done. Say, they needed to see me go through this. So they would believe. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. And at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God. And they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. 
Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.